Well, you know what that means. It's time to expose the money lies. Let's get started. I used to be a perfectionist. Definitely when I was working in corporate, I became a perfectionist. I was afraid to make mistakes because I didn't want to get in trouble and I didn't want to look stupid. And so it was always a big deal to me, but now it's not a big deal. And so what I want to know is why is getting it right such a big deal to people? What does getting it right really get you? Now we think it gets us um, away from, or we think it allows us to avoid the consequence of being embarrassed or whatever. But what does getting it right really get you? I mean, you don't know that you're wrong until you're wrong. And if you're always worried about getting it right or getting it wrong, then you're going to be overly cautious and overthink things. So I wonder, have you ever thought about what would still be available to you when you don't get it quite right? I would really encourage you to think about that. I mean, really think about that, like on purpose and consider, like think it all the way through, follow, follow that trail all the way to the end and see what do you think would really happen if you didn't get it quite right? The reason I am bringing this up is that what I've been noticing is that it takes a lot longer, it takes a lot more energy, and it costs a lot more to get it right than to get it wrong. Because it's a lot harder, you have to take a lot more steps, you have to put in a lot more um, st- um, things along the way, review processes and things like that along the way in order to ensure that you get it right, right? There's got to be a lot of error checking things. There's got to be reviews and all of this stuff to get it right. So a lot more cost, a lot more effort, a lot more energy, a lot more attention, a lot more time, a lot more resources to get it right than to get it wrong. But what I've also been noticing is that getting it right isn't necessarily going to always lead you to the result that you want. Getting it wrong isn't necessarily going to prevent you from getting the result you want. So they're not causal necessarily. So it's possible. And I'm really beginning to believe and I'm really beginning to live into this possibility that getting it right or getting it wrong really doesn't determine whether I get what I want or not. And And this really relates to, you know, your identity. Since we're talking about reinforcing your identity, I'll get to, you know, that connection later. But I just want you to hang with me here for a few minutes. Being worried about getting right, getting it right or getting it wrong, more times than not, does limit you. When you're worried about that, it does limit you. It keeps you small and it keeps you hidden. So Matthew... Uh, chapter 5, verses 14 through 16 reads, You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. 
Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. So I have been experimenting lately with doing it wrong. Sometimes on purpose. Sometimes just not worrying about doing it perfectly. But in some way, shape, or form, I've been experimenting with, quote, doing it wrong. And what I realized recently was how that helps me to disconnect with an identity that is dependent on doing it right. If you think about it, how much does your identity depend on doing it right? You want to be a person that does it right. And how does that drive all of the things that you do in your life and in your business when you're worried about doing it right. And when you do it wrong, how does that impact your identity? Oh, I'm a person that does it wrong or I can never get this right, right? It, It just, it has such a connection to your identity, even especially with money. I notice this with a lot of my clients and a lot of people that I know would be, um, that I could help as my clients (laughs) that I see on social media and in Slack and things like that, just operating their business out in the world. And I see this a lot when they do things wrong, it impacts, you know, the evidence that they find because that reinforces who they think they are. So my, a lot of my clients, most of my clients, in fact, have this pressure to do it right, to do it well, to do it, uh, to be successful, to prove something so that they can be enough or so that they can have enough. You know, they're always trying to get to this place of enough. They're always chasing this destination of enough. And I talk, you know, it, I've talked before about, you know, chasing something that doesn't exist because enough does not exist. You, you can create enough, you can decide things are enough, but when you try to chase enough, you'll never get there. Um, but that's another conversation for another day. (laughs) But when you are willing to do it wrong, you start to gather evidence that, Hey, I can do it wrong and still get what I want. You know, I may not get it right away. It may just be a matter of iterations that I go through. And that may be the exact journey you're supposed to be on, but I will still get what I want. I still can get what I want, even though I can do it wrong. Or even even that uh, though I can do it wrong at first, right? I have to do it wrong in order to do it right, maybe. There's a lot of different versions that you can follow to go from doing it wrong to getting what you want, right? Sometimes you get what you want regardless of doing it wrong. You know, sometimes you get what you want because precisely because you did it wrong. (laughs) Because somebody relates to you and sees that, oh, you know, they have what they want and they're doing it wrong. So maybe they can show me how to do the same thing, right? So, and I don't have to be embarrassed when I do it wrong because what I realize now that I'm not so <laughs> wrapped up in myself, not now that I'm not so wrapped up in worrying that I won't do it right, what I realize is that I'm able to look around me and see that, Lots of people are doing it wrong and they're doing okay too. 
So it has nothing to do with who I am. It doesn't make me who I am and it has nothing to do with who I am. They're completely separate. I don't have to have it together. I don't have to be perfect. My dog doesn't have to be perfect. My husband doesn't have to be perfect. Nobody has to be perfect, which is perfect because nobody is perfect. So it's good that nobody has to be because nobody is. We aren't perfect. We don't have to be perfect. Nobody ever really expected us to be perfect. God sure didn't expect us to be perfect. So it's perfect. So you can just do what you're here to do and not worry about doing it wrong. You don't have to live with the pressure of those unrealistic expectations because doing it wrong doesn't change who you are. You get to decide who you are, regardless of whether you do it right or wrong. You don't have to live with the constant shame, doubt, insecurity, inadequacy that you may have felt in the past when you've done it wrong. Or you may not, I mean, you don't have to live with the incessant judgment, those loud, really intense sometimes voices in your head constantly bickering and constantly judging you and constantly yelling at you over what you quote did wrong. Who you are is completely independent of what you have, what you do, and how you do it. It's completely separate from doing it right or doing it wrong. You can be whoever you want to be. It's your decision. And when you're willing to be wrong, you're willing to put yourself out there. And visibility is a part of your journey. You know that. I know that. I've had to learn that the hard way, but now now I'm well aware. Visibility is part of my journey and it's part of your journey too. Visibility not only makes you visibility, visible, I cannot spit this out, not only makes you visible to others, but it makes the truth visible to you. And I want to repeat that because I totally stumbled over it the first time and I want it to sink in. Visibility serves not only to make you visible to others. Yes, it makes you visible to others, but to make the truth visible to you. It's part of your personal and professional growth. It makes you stronger, makes you more emotionally invincible. When you're able to stand up for yourself by putting yourself out there and by supporting yourself when you put yourself out there, you're well equipped to fight for others. And when you find there's not weakness, but strength in it, and it's in the battle that it becomes part of who you are, it's in facing the ugly and the scary that you find your truth you find a truth that is the strong, secure foundation where you can safely and confidently build what you're out there to do. So it's not about doing it right. It's about helping the people that you were meant to help, no matter what. So if we go back to the scripture, this time I'm going to read it from the Message Bible. Here's another way to put it. You're here to be light, bringing out the God colors in the world. God is not a secret to be kept. We're going public with this, as public as a city on a hill. If I make you light bearers, you don't think I'm going to hide you under a bucket, do you? I'm going to put you on a light stand. Now that I've put you there on a hilltop, on a light stand, shine. Keep open house. Be generous with your lives. 
By opening up to others, you'll prompt people to open up with God, this generous Father in heaven. I love that version of that scripture, of that passage. You don't have to do everything right to help people. You don't have to do everything right in order to make money. You don't have to do everything right in order to further a world where everyone is valued where everyone gets to be on a light stand, where everyone gets to shine, where everyone gets to keep open house and be generous with their lives, where everyone gets to be open. The city doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be a community where you're supported. Come where you're supported and where none of us are perfect, where everyone is just loved. That's how you reinforce your identity. Separate it from what you do and how you do it. What you do and how you do it is completely dependent on what you believe in any given moment. And those are just sentences in your mind. They don't represent who you are. Who you are is who you decide you are. So what will you decide? Most of you know I'm hosting a retreat in Nashville, Tennessee, October 22nd through the 25th. I am not doing this retreat the way I'm supposed to. I'm doing it wrong. I'm not even making the money I'm supposed to make. Um, As a matter of fact, I'll be glad to break even. (laughs) But that has nothing to do with why I'm doing it. I'm not even promoting it the way that I'm supposed to. I have done it so wrong. And guess what? You don't have to do what you're supposed to do either. All you really need to do is whatever you can do in whatever way you can do it. And that truly is good enough for now. And when you stand in that space where you are good enough for now, you are complete, you are whole, you don't need anything, then you can start to elevate. And that's what Elevate Retreat is all about. You elevate your perspective of who you are and what you're capable of. You start operating from the more that you're made for, even before you get that more, just like I'm doing in my business. Now I've told you I'm not perfect. I'm still figuring out the business stuff. I'm still detecting and mastering my own money lies, but I take all my life experiences, all of the challenges I've faced and overcome in the past and in the present, all of the experiences that I've grown from and all the experiences I've coached my clients and colleagues through, I take all of those things and use them to help you troubleshoot the problems driving you crazy in your business right now. I bring that wisdom, that knowledge, my unique problem solving skills that I feel like are such a gift um, to my mission to equip and empower and elevate women who equip and empower other women. And that's what this retreat is about. It's about getting clear. It's about getting direction that you feel most aligned with and moving in that direction in a very powerful way. Now, I had a client recently who was finally able, oh, this is so sweet and such an amazing experience to watch this, to observe this, but who was finally able to step into her true power and realize for the first time, really realize what that looked like for her and what that felt like for her and what that meant for her business and for herself and for her family. And it was so illuminating. It was so elevating. It lifted her up so much 
that she started crying, good tears. And it brought tears to my eyes because we've been working on this for several months. And I saw it. I saw it in the very beginning. I saw it in the first day I worked with her. From the first time I met her on my value call, I saw that power in her, but she didn't see it. And she was wearing her money lies and they were covering up the most powerful and beautiful parts of her. And it pained me to see that. And as it does all my clients, it, it pains me. But I know it's just a process that they have to go through. And I recognize that and I understand that. And I'm, I'm very, very patient with that um, because it's exactly the process that each one of them needs to go for, through for themselves. So it took a little while to convince her to take off those money lies that she was wearing that were, were hiding those powerful and beautiful parts of her, those capable and adequate parts of her, those amazing parts of her, and to show her what I saw from the very beginning. <clears throat> but she had to access that for herself. She had to find it for herself. And like I said, it's a process. But that's one thing that I am really still looking forward to about this retreat is the opportunity to do that for even more women. Um, to, to offer to these clients or these, these women that come to this four-day retreat the opportunity to do what I do with my clients over several months to do that same process in a four day in intensive. So spending four solid days with me gives you a chance to immerse yourself in that power to <clears throat> detect and expose those money lies and to uncover that truth within you that reveals that power, that beauty that you already have, that amazingness that you already have, and to really solidify that for yourself. You get to stand in that power for the entire weekend and really feels and really feel what it feels like in a way that you'll never forget. So it's one thing to feel that way on a coaching call that is, you know, get on our coaching call and to stand in that, that emotion for a few minutes. But it's another thing to, to be able to revisit that day after day after day for an entire weekend, because it really solidifies what you are truly capable of. It really solidifies what is truly possible for you. And being able to revisit that over and over again in that intense way just makes it easier to keep standing in that power even after you return home. So that's what excites me so much about this four-day experience is the immersiveness of it. And that's what I experienced at Byron Katie's nine-day school for the work because I was really able to immerse myself in this work for nine days straight. And I know we're only going to be together for four days, but it's still going to be very, very powerful. And because I was able to experience that for myself at the nine day school for the work, that is what I have been wanting to offer to my community for such a long time. That's what I've always envisioned doing for the people that I know struggle with the same thing as I just described, with stepping into their true identity and even seeing who they truly are. 
and stepping into that in such a powerful way. It is very intense, but it's not in an overwhelming way. It's in a much more relaxed, insightful, and wise way. So it's almost like you're receiving this information. You're not pushing through something. And that's what this retreat is really all about. I really hope to see you in Nashville next month.